good Meta Monday to you. I'm Medina, and you are listening to the BBS radio, where if it's not mainstream, it's on BBS. I also want to say that if you happen to be a musician or a band, you could email BBS radio and email them your music. They really are open to having, you know, bands and eclectic stuff. If you also happen to be someone who's written a book or you have something that you want to say, you can also enter yourself into being a guest. And somebody with a show that's interested will definitely pick you up. So that's BBS. That's that's what they do. So my name is Adina, and you might know me from Meta Mondays or Growing Up Indigo. You might know me because you're a client or a friend. Now, I did Meta Mondays about three years ago, and I wanted, if you happen to have just stumbled upon me, because there's a show at 9 a.m., let me tell you a little bit about me and why I even started this. I didn't start it because I have a book to sell or a product to sell. I wasn't even selling me. Well, that didn't sound right, but you know what I mean. Um, I'm not big on self-promotion. It was simply because I grew up at a time when nobody even mentioned self-help. Nobody even talked about it. Spirituality wasn't really discussed. So if you were born as I was, literally talking to angels 24 hours a day, there was really no hope for you. Unless your parents were very much into that, mine were not. So it was very difficult growing up. And I had nowhere to go to get any more information. In fact, um, my first memory of, of anything was a metaphysical memory. I was in my crib. So I know that I had to be about one years old. I don't know I don't think I was any younger. What happened was that and I know this. a lot of people think that these things are other people's memories, but it was mine, exactly. I'm in my crib, and I know because I see the bars on it, and the next thing I know, I'm on the ceiling. And what happened for me was that I was terrified. And the thought, now when I say thought, it was thought. I don't know how I said it. But I do want to tell you that babies and children are not really blank slates. We come here knowing sometimes much, much more than we do when we grow up. We're still very close to the other side. We're still very close to the plan or the blueprint that we want to accomplish in this life. So words and concepts are not unknown to us. So I was on the ceiling and absolutely terrified, really scared. And then this is what I thought. Oh, no, it's baby on the ceiling again. And I hated it. I'm trying to, in my little baby body, push down or do something 
And then all of a sudden I had like a moment of clarity. And I said, oh, that's right. I'm a baby. When I grow up, this won't happen anymore. And I was back in my body. I remember nothing else until I was around three years old. And again, it was very metaphysical, the things that I remember. So I knew from day one, really, well, one years old, that this was supposed to be what I did or who I was. I thought everybody had beings of color and light that twinkled around them. When I was very young, I didn't think of them as angels at all. I don't think I knew that concept. But what I did know was that they were twinkly. They were, how do I say this? Um, light. They were, they didn't weigh anything. <laughs> they, they certainly weren't like my mommy. They weren't like anybody. And I didn't see them. All I saw was colors, light, and twinkly things. They made a sound, but it was twinkly. As I've, you know, gotten very old and I have um, gotten my advanced angel practitioner um, certificate, I realized that the angelic realm is so high in vibration, that's how they speak. They were talking to me. I did hear what they were saying, but I never connected it with that twinkly thing. That's how they speak. So I was getting the message. I just didn't know I was. So I was very, very used to that, and I was used to having them. As And I do want to tell you something else that I had completely forgotten. Oh, up until very, very recently, I am a medium. I didn't start mediumship until I was really doing my psychic work for a very long time. And finally, my mediumship came out. And when it did, I realized that it was my calling and that I it's like breathing for me, mediumship. It's amazing. What I didn't remember was that when I was 9, 10, and 11, I was, would be laying in bed and faces would pop up in front of me and they would all call my name. They didn't have any kind of body or anything else. They were just faces. And each one would call my name in different inflections, sad, angry, crying, terrified. I never put together that they were passed on. It never occurred to me. I was very used to, by this time, calling angels angels, but I had no clue that these were people who were not alive. They just scared me. I didn't know who they were. I would hide under the covers for a very long time, and I would pray to please have them be taken away. I prayed so hard for about two weeks. I said, I never, ever, ever want to see them again. I had no memory of doing that. And that is why I blocked it out so badly that I didn't even do mediumship until seven years ago. And I didn't even remember that instance 
until maybe a year ago, and I realized, oh, my God, yeah, I was always supposed to be a medium. The reason I'm doing this show is because I ran away from what I was supposed to do, even though I knew I ran away. I also did not just, you know, everybody seems to think that people who have abilities or people who have other abilities, they just, they know it all, or that they have some kind of secret. I felt the same way. I knew I had abilities. That didn't help. It really didn't help. I was in the dark for much of my life. I had a lot of emotional things that went on. I had the same thing anybody else does. And I read about it, and I did a lot of inner work. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I had the answers. I didn't. I had way more questions than I had answers. Even when I started working, and I've been working for 20 years, I didn't have the answers. There was more information out there, and I read more. And even now that many of my questions have been answered, and yes, I do feel that um, that I've gotten wiser, no one is ahead of or on another level than anyone else. It's all a piece of our puzzle. That's all it is. We are all born with the exact same talents. People say that um, people are born with more, you know, psychic ability. I don't believe that's true. I think we're all born with the same psychic ability. The only difference is, is that some of us are aware of it for a reason. That reason is because we are supposed to be doing that primarily in this life. It doesn't mean that that you don't have it or that she doesn't have it. We had to have been born with it. Otherwise, we wouldn't have been able to communicate with each other all those years ago. So we had to have had it. We didn't have any other kind of communication. Back, I don't know, four or 5,000 years ago? No, 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 much longer. Six, seven thousand years ago, when there was no anything, nothing to communicate with, and there was danger up ahead, how do we communicate? We had telepathic communication. We had to warn each other. That was something that was innate in us. Over the years, over centuries, we started to develop other ways. Then, of course, science came into it. And I do believe it's only the last, I don't know, maybe hmm, 3,000 years that we have really cut it off completely and told that we can't do that, that we've started to believe we can't do that. I think we're headed back in the right direction, knowing that I think what what's happening is now, I'm not going into religion, and I'm going to talk about that in a second, but I do think that physics is catching up with metaphysics, which is ca- catching up with spirituality. As for religion, I think religion and spirituality is, you know, that's the category, by the way, that they put us in for iTunes or for any of those things. I 
believe that religion was or and is supposed to bring people to spirituality. I have no issue with religion. In other words, whatever you believe, I honor that. I don't particularly believe in one denomination. I think we're all exactly the same. But I don't, I mean, you you believe what you believe, and I, I really do respect that. But I, this show is not religious, and I don't really have people come here who believe in one particular religion. It's something that makes me uncomfortable, so it's, I just don't go there. I just go to topics of metaphysics, because each tiny topic might be something that sparks you, and it might be something that you get really excited about. And I know for me that all those years I was learning, every single topic I did opened me up to another part of me that I felt empowered by. And that's what I want to do for you. I want you, no matter where you are, no matter what you feel, no matter what's going on for you, I want you to know you have tools. You have tools. You have a way to bring out your intuition. No one knows anything more than you do about you. That's the biggest thing I want you to understand. We go to people to help us. And, yeah, they do help us. We go to therapy. We go to psychics. We go to all sorts of doctors. And they do know more than we do in their particular field. However, we have been given everything we we need to know inside everything. If we would just be so confident that we believe what we get, that would be the answer for us. But we never do. We never believe we know it all. And I don't mean in an ego way. I mean... If we were to believe that our gut reactions and the things that we think, because so many of the things that we think is really divine guidance, if we would just believe that, we would we find our life going so smoothly, but we don't. We talk ourselves out of it. We say it's coincidence. We do all sorts of things. And why I do this is so we can look at the different modalities and say and do them and realize that as we're doing them, we're getting guidance and we can very easily see how that guidance is translated in our minds, in our feelings, and notice that when we're not doing it, it's the same. And that's what it feels like. So that's why that's half of why I do this. So, okay, today what I decided to do was free readings. And if you happen to want a live free reading, you can please call in at 888-627-6008. And I would love to give you an angel, a psychic, medium, any kind of reading that you want. You could also call and ask questions about readings. Do whatever you want to do. I am available. But I also, of course, did um, type out a ton of email readings that everybody sent in. So 
I'm going to take a break, and I'll be right back, and we'll start and get as many in as we can. I'll be right back. Mondays on the BBS radio station one, where if it's not mainstream, it's on BBS radio. So I'm ready to start doing free readings. I have a lot of them and I want to go super, super fast. Well, not really. I do want to do them fully, but I do want to get a lot of them in. So if you want to call me, um, you certainly may call me. Again, the number is 888-627-6008, and you will be speaking to the wonderful Doug, and he will take your information, and I will edit your name. It's okay if you want to do that. But first, I'm going to start. Okay. This one comes from CG, and C wants to know, how does W feel about me, and are they coming back? Hmm. Okay, here we go. Now, interestingly enough, I want to say something. I know who this is from, and I'm not, like, saying anything or doing anything to out them or anything. I just happen to know that I haven't spoken to this person in about 15 years. Um, What's interesting is that I opened it, and my guides just came right in and said, this is from so-and-so. And I was like, you're kidding. It's just so funny how... Um, guides are, can be that way. I just had to say that. It was weird. Okay, hold on a second. All right, let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so what I'm getting is that, wow, okay, C, W, um, W, it feels that He wants to be in your life as someone who is completely and fully behind you in the in the most honest way he can be. He also feels that emotionally, physically, you are what makes him very happy. I'm also getting that there's definitely romance here. Hold on. Mhm. Okay. Um W is also has a female friend, I believe, that they are hold on just a second. Mhm. that he works with. And I believe that they are doing something that is involving what is this involving? Okay, it's involving their day-to-day life, and they have a long history together. 
I'm not sure why he feels that he's got to end that before he is with you because it's work-related. But that's what I'm getting. And I think that... um, Interesting. Okay. And I think um, he feels that she is not is not interested in him being with you. So, but he wants to. He wants to. So I'm not sure why this is happening because I really don't see it any other way than just strictly work. So maybe you could talk to him about that, okay? Okay, see, the next one is D. D wants to know, um, D was born at a certain day, and she used to talk to someone with the name Q and the birthday she gave me, and she wants to know if they are done for good. Okay, let's go see. Okay. What I'm going to do for this is go to Q because I, I'm assuming D is wants to go back. And so what I have to do is go to Q. Okay, Q, how do you feel about D? Let's see. Hmm. Okay. All right, this is this is a toughie. Okay, Q has something going on that, what's what, maybe pride. Okay, first of all, Q is brokenhearted. I'll tell you that. That's number one. Number two, um, Q feels he's going through some depression he cares very much. Um, Q is also going through a, a, a like almost an abandonment feeling. And I also want to say that Q is um, in another situation. And has a very big decision to make. He feels very guilty. And he's thinking very deeply about what he can do. He doesn't feel as if he has a choice. Really, um, he's thinking that some somewhere in the future, he has you in mind. But it's not here yet. Q is thinking, oh, my God, it's the wrong timing. He feels very sorry for himself. Um, Q is very, can be very objective and feels that you are loving and caring and beautiful and wants everything to be out in the open but now is not the time. So I can tell you this. I can tell you that Q would like it to be, 
and is thinking that in the future it will be, okay? So that's what he's dealing with now. Okay, um, the next one I'm going to read is, okay, here we go. All right. Kay wants to know, does a man named D looking to get in touch with me? Okay. Now, by the way, guys, these are psychics, obviously, but I could do an angel reading on this as well, and I would show you, I'd love to show you the differences. So, but I will on the, on another one, but this one I'll just do psychically again so we can find out. Okay. Let's see. D. Are you trying to get in touch with K? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, I see that D is... He's hoping more so that you do. What I get from him is no. He is... Think he's someone who um, closes up, and he can tend to get, um, I think, angry and hurt. That's how I see him. He gets angry, hurt, and doesn't know how to make a decision. I also get him thinking that, hmm, hold on just a minute. What the what again? Someone, okay. So I'm not sure if this is related to you or not, but he does feel like he was just ambushed in a way, and he's feeling like I'm just not strong enough right now, and he feels that. Hold on, yeah. Hold on. Why? Why would you say that? I just got the word church. I don't know why. Um, he's hopeful, but he's waiting for you to do something. He feels that you are the you are you're you're larger than life. You're one of those people for him that is just exciting and warm, compassionate, and he doesn't feel that way about himself. His view of himself is that he is, he doesn't know how to open up on that level, and he's waiting for you, but he wants it. (laughs) He wants you to. So I'm going to say that, okay? See if you can do that, Kay. Okay. Let's move on. Um, ah, Okay. Let's see. The next one I have is from S. S wants to know that she's been unemployed since February. She wants to know if I see her finding a job. Okay, S. Let's see. Now, sometimes when I do this, I will, most of the time, when it's a question like that or about love that's very general, I'll also find out, if not, why? What's going on that 
where you don't get one. So let's just see what we get. Okay. Is S getting a job? Okay, here we go. Hey, yeah. Okay, you are. Okay, here we go. Um, You're going to be hired by a man. Um, Hold on just a minute. Okay, good. Now, yeah, definitely. I'm excited. First of all, you're right now imagining like a job that where you have, obviously where you have money, but you're imagining it. You're imagining something. You're imagining something that you feel like you're very acknowledged in. But I also get something that's interesting. At the same time, you're also thinking that you are getting this job is also, how do I say this? Um, you, you manage at the same time to, I don't want to say you hurt anybody, but you kind of, with this job, it's almost like you're saying to somebody else, ha-ha, got you. You know, I, I just don't know who. Now, it comes quickly. It's also something that you've waited for a long time. I think it's something you really, really want. And I think you also, this ties something up that was very important. In a way, it's about forgiving. Sometimes when I see this, it means that you have gone from one complete phase in your life and it's a big jump to where you wanted to be. You didn't know how to get there before. You were somewhere else. You didn't know how to get there. And through time and patience and waiting and doing a lot of work on yourself, you you got there. As I look up ahead, I'm not sure if you're actually going to go on a trip or if they're just telling me that things are going to speed up very fast. But you are getting it. You are going to love. It's going to fit in with your lifestyle perfectly. And, yes, you're getting a job. No question. Now, the only, and it, yes, it's a male. I can tell you that, um, hold on just a minute. Let me ask this question. Who, J? Does a J? J, 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 J. Hold on. Okay, I Jakur Jak J A K U R is kind of what I'm getting for the name. So it that's who I think it is. Yeah, that's that's what they're saying to me. So I think that is who it is. Okay, so good luck and enjoy it. Okay. Now let's see. Okay, who's next? All righty then. Um, okay, M. M is saying, I am planning to file divorce in September, and I want to know when I will meet my soulmate love of my life. I am in an unhappy marriage for 14 years. I'm eager to divorce and find love. I need your spiritual guidance. 
Okay, so this is something that I am going to do as an angel reading because it's perfect. So um, hold on, let's go. Okay, so I am going to tell, hold on just a moment, M, what the angels, what which ones are working with her and what they have to say about what's going on for her. Okay, now... When it comes to timing, I don't, well, let me, yeah, let me put it this way. I'm very confident when it comes to my outcomes because time and again, I have feedback that they are always, well, yeah, always accurate. But timing, mm-mm, no, I really don't, really don't like timings and I have ha- definitely don't think they're accurate. Some of them have been, but I can't say with 100% accuracy that timing is on target. So I don't really like to give time. I don't. I will ask and I'll get get an answer, but I don't really like to do that. So let's just see what we get with M about finding love. And the divorce. Okay. All right, everybody, let's go. Thank you. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think I do understand, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see, everybody. Oh, well, that would be interesting. Okay, so I have a couple of a couple of people that would make sense to me. First, I want to say that you you did give a lot of your power away in the marriage. I feel, and I wonder. I'm thinking that you have children, they're saying. If you don't have children, they're telling me that you have a strong bond with children and that you work with children who are very sensitive. But let me start. Um, They tell me that you have clairaudience. Now, I know that you're saying, well, what does that have to do with love and it has a lot to do with it you hear things that other people don't hear and they're asking you to just take note of the things that you might hear and like come into your mind like that and it's not necessarily that you hear outside of yourself I do I'll hear people speaking outside of my body and inside but you probably won't do that yet but you'll hear it inside take note of it it will give you guidance on on the next step i'm also getting that archangel michael wants you to be very clear about what you desire and he says to focus on it and don't waver don't you know don't get sidetracked think exactly of what you want be 
very clear about the intentions that you have. So you intend to have love. You intend to have a relationship. Okay. Um, Archangel Gabriel is, again, and this is really interesting, Gabrielle is kind of like the mother um, of everyone. Gabrielle is also someone who teaches. She's also a leader. And she's saying it's your time now to lead. And it's your time to guide. So I'm trying to really understand um, what she means. And Haniel. Archangel Haniel is here too. Archangel Haniel helps women to just heal physically and emotionally from relationships. And she's also saying trust and follow your renewed passion in your love life. So I personally am getting the feeling that there was a lot of damage done and that for you, this is a time of healing and and just being very strong in your intentions. Now, Archangel Jer- Jeremiah is, he's the, he goes very deep. He's the, I don't know, I guess he'd be the Scorpio of the Archangels, and he finds out all the mysteries. I think he also does a past life for us. So what I mean is, he doesn't really do our past life, but he does help you to take a look at the life you've been living. And what he does is he says, what's been going on with you? Look at it. Let's analyze it. And then let's make peace with it so we can move on to your next phase. So Jeremiah is saying to you, you know what? Everything that's happening is happening for a reason, just as it's supposed to. And as bad as it was or might be as you're getting out of it, it has its hidden blessings for you. So you'll know exactly what I'm talking about in just a little while. So that's what he is saying. Now, what's coming next is my two, well, one of them is my all-time favorite, and he has to be, he's my, one of my major archangels. I have the two brothers um, here for you, and they were both humans at one point. That's Archangels Sandalphon and Metatron. They're brothers. And which is strange because I don't put them together at all. Sandalphon is the, he's just kind of the archangel who is, helps and is muse for musicians. But that's not why I love him. <laughs> I love him because Sandalphon is the one who helps us dance to our own music. He's the one who leads us back to who we are He's the one who helps us understand why we came here and who, what we really are meant to do. Archangel Metatron works with indigo children. He works with ADHD kids. He's also 
um, someone who helps us with interventions. And I don't mean, you know, kind of like intervention with drugs. I mean interventions with anything, you know, no matter what we need. If it's an intervention in a relationship, it's an intervention in anything. He, we call on him, and he'll come in and help us. So, but they are brothers, and they were human. So they're both here. And what Sandalthon first is saying, be very gentle with yourself. Be very gentle when it comes to the people who are around you, the situations that you are in, and the environments that you're in. And this seems to be the message I'm getting all around you. Archangel Sandalphon, I mean, Metatron is saying, call on me to clear and open your chakras. He said, he uses, oh, and the, I forgot about this. He also fixes machinery and things, but that's not what he's doing. He wants to use the mathematical symbols and shapes that he works with, and he'll do that on you. You don't have to know about it. You just have to ask him to do it. The last thing I have as an archangel is Raziel. Archangel Raziel is the archangel of psychic ability, and he is all the colors of the rainbow. And he helps you open up to all of your psychic ability, not just clairaudience. And what he is saying goes all the way back to what Michael says. He is saying, use everything you have to manifest all that you want. And please use your intention to do it. But what he's doing that might be a little different is helping you to open up to every single psychic ability you have. So what I'm saying and what I mean is I think that you are getting a lot of help with opening up to a new relationship. I can't speak about, I'm not even talking about the relationship you're leaving because I'm just not going there. I wanted to address what you asked. So I think it's very hopeful, and I think that you will have what you want in not that long from now. Okay? Okay, honey. Good luck. Okay. So that, by the way, guys, is an angel reading. It answers the same questions as a psychic reading does, but it does it differently. And um, yes, I could have answered that psychically. The difference would have been that I would have answered it in a very practical way, um, or I would have gotten what he looked like maybe. I would have gotten where she was going to meet him. This was a different slant to it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. This one's from N. N says, I have been with this man for seven years, but around two, three years ago, Things got bad, and he got married and has a kid. My question is, when will I be married to him? Okay. Okay. Sometimes I get questions that are awarded in a way where I have to say, 
that I find it interesting. I was going to do an entire show on something like this, and I might. But for right now, I am going to answer this. But I am going to say, when you phrase a question like, when will I be married to him? I have to say, how do you know you're going to? It's just, that doesn't make much sense to me. He got married and has a child. So, I mean, I will check, though. Okay, and oops, the worst thing is no name. (laughs) No name. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm going to do it anyway. Okay, and I'm going to him, and I'm going to see when I ask that question of him what he says. Okay. How do you feel about N? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see. Mhm. Mhm. Oh. Okay. Mhm. Okay. Okay. What I'm getting is wow. It's a lot. Ooh. <laughs> it. This is pretty hard. Mhm. Mm-hmm. He definitely feels, you know, romantic. He does. He feels like he doesn't even know how to communicate or start over again. He feels that he... Oh, gosh. This is tough. Hold on a second. I'm trying to get... Okay. Um, hmm. Do you guys work together? Okay. See, mm, this is tough. He, by no means, did he stop thinking about you. Nope, he didn't. So I'm going to go ask him something different because I have to get very accurate details here. Honey? Who's honey? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I got it. Hold on. Okay. All right, now, I... Okay. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. This is it. Yeah, he did get married. Um, and he does... Ooh, he, he's. I'm not going to say he's unhappily married because he's not. But I am going to say that he absolutely, definitely cares about you two very much. He is definitely the type of person who is married, husband, father thing. Yes, very much so. So this is difficult for me because I don't think he knows what to do. And I can't say that he's definitely going to get married to you. I can tell you, similar to a reading I just did, he very well feels that you can be in his future. So I'm not ruling this out at all. I'm just saying that I'm not quite confident that he's definitely going. I'm a very, how do I say this? I'm a very practical, grounded psychic. I will never, unless I am 100% positive, Tell someone, yes, they are. No, they're not. Um, 
especially when it comes to a situation like this. I've had not too many, but I've had a few, very few situations where I looked at someone and knew someone was leaving and the first time. And they did. They did. But it's very rare that I look at a situation and see someone is leaving their marriage immediately. But when I see it, I say it. But I'm, it's, that's what I'm trying to say. I am not someone who tells people what they want to hear because they want to hear it. I tell people what I see because it's better that they know the truth. It really is. So with this man, I feel like you're definitely in his mind. You're definitely someone that he's thinking about. But I also see that he honors what he's in. And I don't really know yet what he's going to do. I could ask. I could go further. But that doesn't necessarily mean if I go way down that that's going to be accurate. What I could see accurately, I'm going to, hold on, let me see. I'm going to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. This is what I'm getting. When I go down further and I'm still not giving them, you know, I'm really not giving them a time limit, what they're saying is while he is still thinking about this working out for everyone in the best way, I get him feeling that he's got too much responsibility, that he is still kind of withdrawing and not ready, that he can't start over yet. So... And he's still a husband and a father, and financially, uh, he can't do anything yet. So I am going to say that it's going to be a while before he does anything. But again, I want to say I still see him thinking that you are here. So that's all I can say. Okay? Okay. Now. I think, oh, yes, I do. Okay, here we go. So this one is from, hmm, P. P says, why does D want to reconnect when I ended our friendship four months ago and he is now living in another state? Okay, let's go see. Let's see about P. Okay. D, why do you want to reconnect with P? Let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, first thing is that he's unhappy about where the relationship is. He feels like he he was the one who left, right? Because... I see that he's thinking I shouldn't, uh, he's still thinking about leaving, going back, leaving, going back. He is very confused about what he feels, what you feel. Um, He's shocked. I have no idea why he's shocked, but he is. He feels that there was a lot of effort put into that relationship. He feels that it was the wrong decision. 
that you made, I think. He wants to talk. He wants to, I think he's very articulate, and he can really get his feelings across, and he wants to. He all of a sudden has a tremendous amount, well, not all of a sudden, he might have always had this, he has a tremendous amount of gratitude for you as a person, and he's like, really wants to tell you that. Um, he has been so unhappy, and he's felt completely out of sorts without you, like unbalanced without you. He wants to be someone that you can lean on. Um, he feels that he didn't make a new start like he was going to. He feels like he just wants to be in your life. Um, hold on. Mm. This guy, whatever was going on with you, he wants to um, establish like a kind of relationship that is very, very solid. I mean solid as in traditional, day-to-day, you know, sounds more like friendship. I mean, sounds less, more than friendship. So that's why he's contacting you. I think this guy is very serious. So that's why. And if you're interested, I think you should call or wait for him to call again. Okay, everybody. So that, my friends, was a lot of free readings. Now, next week, we are going to have Dr. David Lowe back. David Lowe is a Ph.D., and he has written a book, World Spirituality. But he's going to be with us every other month, and he's going to be doing dream analysis. So please either call us with questions for David, and you can call in at 888-627-6008, or you can write me at askadina at gmail.com with your dream questions, and I will have them given to Dr. David Lowe. Also, please, uh, if you want to have a private reading with me, call me, I mean, write me at askadina.com. Okay, I love you guys, and I'll see you next week at 9 a.m. at bbsradio.com. Mm-hmm.